welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, how are we doing today? We're doing good the second time. That's right. Won't you tell everybody what Sure, that I'll second... be happy to. Go ahead. Won't you spill the beans? I, uh, Tim DeMumbrin, <laughs> he screwed up our record. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot to hit the record button on our last uh, podcast that no one got to hear. And it was probably the best podcast we've ever. Well, you know, and it would be sad if that was the first time you did it, but that's actually the second time uh, within the last 10 And minutes. that's super critical yeah. of you to say that to me. And, I, right. and I appreciate that because <laughs> I deserve it. And I did get a lesson from Tim on how to hit the record button. It's a big red button. He leaves the mouse on it and I still screwed it up. So that's we're right. not all perfect. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Because perfect. second second time, uh, it's going to be even better because um, it's just a lesson learned. So we've got announcements today, just a couple um, that we want to do uh, some reminders for Family Day. Um, first of all, Detroit Tigers game, June 24th uh, at 6.15. That's what time the ball game is. We have a pregame picnic that is fabulous. We'd love for our Michigan families to attend that game. But we get, we need you to sign up. Uh, in order to do so. So we'll give you t-shirt um, and tickets for your family. Also, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Six Flags Great Adventures and Safari is going to be amazing. And that that date is June 17th for you guys. So make sure that you're, you're RSVPing. Um, I believe there are flyers at all of your plants. And uh, yeah, if you have questions too, just just feel free to ask your GM or give us a call at the home office and we can help you out. Jeff, the Nashville Cement Dome, the cement terminal. Tell us a little bit about that. It's finished and open for business. So we're excited about that cement dome there in Nashville. It's 50,000 tons of cement, which is a lot. 50,000 tons. 50,000 tons of cement is its capacity. So we're excited to have that there. That that development overall at the harbor has been super critical to us and our ability to service uh, Nashville. And that terminal can service really all of Middle Tennessee and even help in Chattanooga, Knoxville, North Alabama, every, everywhere. Especially, we've had so many cement shortages over the last couple of years. So this this helps uh, alleviate some of the pressure and and keeps us in product when uh, some of our competition maybe isn't able to get it. So it's been been big. It's been critical to to get that facility open and and uh, happy to have it finished. That's right. It's uh, it's it is beautiful. We were over there taking photos um to get those on the website, uh, and it was really cool to see the barge um have the. I, I learned what an auger is, uh, so I got to see that turning, and and I guess it's just making sure it it um I don't know, it's easier to scoop up. Yeah, is that what's happening? That's I don't right. know. I don't know. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. So how many how how much uh, is on a cement tanker? How much cement do we know? A tank. I mean, a bar. A barge is yet fifteen hundred tons. A tanker's got twenty five tons. Okay. Unless you're in Michigan, it's more. But but everywhere else is twenty five tons. But wow. Yeah, but the uh, the barge itself is anywhere between you know fourteen hundred and fifteen hundred tons of cement. Awesome. And so we, all that all that cement is coming straight off the river by barge, and and that that dome can hold a lot of barges. Okay, and so maybe that with the cement terminals, is that happening? Are there plans for other openings? Um, what is your What's your plan for future cement terminals? You know, that's a big part of our strategy overall is to grow our cement infrastructure. You know, we're importing cement from, you know, we have the capability to import cement from all over the world. Right now we're bringing it in from Algeria with, you know, Northern Africa and the UAE. Uh, both of those areas are where we're bringing in cement right now and uh, bringing it into the East Coast and soon to be bringing it into the Gulf. And uh, so we've got some pretty, really cool developments that we're working on right now. So we've got 
about a half a dozen other terminals that are in some phase of development across the country. Uh, you know, a handful of those are barge uh, or ship access terminals, and the rest of them are rail. Uh, so, but with that and with the completion of those projects, we'll be able to service uh, about 80% of our uh, ready mix plants with our own cement. Uh, at least, you know, we won't buy all of it. We've got great partners out there that, that we buy cement from and we're going to continue to do. And it's not meant to, to interrupt that business, but it's really meant just to help hedge our bets when, you know, when the market's been so short and it's still short, you know, there's still cement still not in abundance and nobody's flush with cement and we've got to be able to have it to support our customers and, and to keep, you know, keep everybody busy. Our team is dependent upon us making, you know, the right decisions as it relates to uh, raw materials and, and that's part of it. And it's certainly a big part of our strategy. And that's, you know, that ties into aggregates too. That's why we've made so many uh, acquisitions that we made over the course of the, the last few years and growing our aggregate business as well. All right. That's uh-huh. awesome. Thanks so much for the update. Well, Jeff, we will share our, our go-getter of the week's uh, info. We'll announce that at the end. But Jeff, you had um, a great time away for a little bit, a little mini vacay away with your family. I did. Um, and you had a story you'd like to share. Why don't you go ahead and, and share that with us? Yeah, we... Uh... My, my wife said we had to get out of town. So that's what we did. <laughs> She's ready to she go. She's ready to go. And, uh, and may I say, uh, so Holly, Jeff's wife, um, she is the director over our uh, Concrete Christian Academy. And it's so cool because um, they are doing their little, is it coming, it, it's the end of the year. So they're going to have a little graduation for the Concrete Christian Academy graduates. And it's so <laughs> sweet. Um, we'll have to share those pictures if their parents allow it. I don't know. Yeah, no, but she's doing cool. an awesome job. She's She needs a break. She needed it. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, but no, we went, me and Holly and the, and we've got three kids, two, two girls and a boy. And, uh, we went to, went to Disney world for a few days. So we were excited to be able to do that and, and, and take just a few days away. But I, I wanted to share a, a quick story about that. I've talked about it. I spoke about it on the podcast before, but our, my youngest son, Lincoln, he's, he is autistic. He's five years old, nonverbal. And you know that I've had a lot of people in the company who's got similar situations that have reached out to me and and uh, about it. And so I, I completely understand what you know what that means when someone says that they have a child that that's that's uh, special needs. And but he's he's doing great, full of life, and, and just a, a real blessing. But we we got to to you know one of the parks and we we go to get on our first ride. It was the Jungle Cruise. And he was so excited and he was, he was sitting on his knees and was leaning over the boat and the lady puts it, you know, we just got on the boat and, and floating down the jungle cruise yeah, here yeah. and she, she puts it and stop and, and she was just, you know, pretty rude about making sure he's sitting on his, sitting on his bottom. And so I, you know, tried to get him to do that. Well, he throws a fit. You know, and he's, he can't help it. And, and so we're fighting this and she's like, well, I'm not moving this boat. And me and my cool, calm, collected self, (laughs) you know, I lost my temper and I, you know, I told her what I thought and that this is, you know, whatever, uh, let me off the boat, whatever. Finally she acquiesced and she, she went on and, and, and we're, you know, we, we did our best and, and trying to, you know, follow the rule Mm -hmm. and she was doing her job too, you know, trying to probably not doing a real good job of it, but was trying to do her job and what she had been trained to do about how to handle it. But there's, there were so many lessons that I, that I took away from that. You know, number, number one, personally, you know, I got to make sure that I'm 
trying to behave uh, the the best way I possibly can in any situation, even when I get frustrated, and, and we all do. But but more so than that is that you know rules are great, but we you have to use common sense as well. In that moment, uh, you know Lincoln was in no danger of you know he was well below the rail and all of that stuff. He was in no danger whatsoever falling off that riverboat, you know, uh, and I had my arms around him the entire time. She could, she had a decision to make. Should she, you know, follow that rule or be rational? And I think a lot, a, a lot can be said to, to that in our business as well. Big companies struggle with this. We, we implement rules and then it's like we throw our brains out the window and we just follow the rules. We, you know, we don't have people, we don't want to have people that work for us just for what they do. We want to, we want to hire them for their intellectual capability and capacity as well. So when you get in a situation where common sense needs to prevail, stop and think and, and listen to what the customer's saying as opposed to just, you know, following that quote-unquote rule. Rules are guidelines, you know. That's what they're intended. They're supposed to be a guideline on how to help us navigate and make a good decision for a particular situation. But there are always exceptions. And so when you get in a situation like we were in, you know, that lady should have been trained on how to deal with exceptions to, to a particular rule. And if you got to make a judgment call, is it safe? If it's safe, then you got to move ahead. When I think about it for operators, you know, you're on a job site, you got an 80,000-pound truck, you're fully loaded, you can call dispatch and you can ask them what they think, but the, their opinion is not going to matter as much as your opinion. You're, you're operating the vehicle. If you don't think it's safe, then it's not safe. If you think you can make it work, then then make it work. You know, but there's there's just things and implications that happen each and every day in our job and on our job where we need people to be to be rational, use common sense, and try to try to better situations as opposed as opposed to just trying to uh, to to follow some arbitrary rule. That, that isn't maybe the best thing or the best outcome for that for that customer or for our coworker or whatever the case may be. And and we try to do that all the time, you know, in HR. We we can run the company without a heart or we can try to our best to run it and treat people the way that that we would want to be treated. That doesn't mean that we we don't have certain legality things that we have to follow through with and all that. Of course we do. But there are opportunities for us to kind of step into roles and say, you know, how would I want to be treated in this particular situation? And if it's X, then let me do that. And if it's different than the rule, then let me talk to somebody or figure it out to make sure that we're doing it the way that I would personally want to be treated. If we run our co- run our company that way, it would be incredible. You know, you think about a large hundreds of thousands of uh, people, employees that work at Disney, what if they were able to, to do that day in and day out where they empowered their people to make common sense decisions? You know, and I get rules and, and all regulations and all that all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if, if it's not bettering our customer, then 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 it's probably not a, probably not the right thing. That's so. right. You always preach. Uh, we always talk about this, treating people like people. And sometimes um, you need to be flexible with what's going on. Um, th- you know, we're not just saying break every rule, but there there might be an exception and you need to relax and breathe. <laughs> yeah. And don't get caught up in, in, in power and ego. Yeah. You know, that, that's a big, she was, that's a big part of it. Oh man, this, this woman, <laughs> she was a little bit on a power she, trip. She was on a power trip. Like she ran that jungle boat. Yes. <laughs> she was like, this is my boat. And <laughs> You know, God forbid you, you know, get on your knees on this boat. That's so, right. 
when you get empowered on a power kick, you make bad decisions. And I would be absolutely lying if I didn't say that that I have done that before. I've absolutely done that before. I've let my ego get in the way of making the right decision. And, you know, I, I still do it. And it's it's like a it's just human nature and, and you got to fight against it to make sure that we're coming out with a, the right outcome and not something that is just, you know, hey, I'm the boss. I'm going to show you I'm the boss. That's right. What good is that doing? And that's easy to get caught up in no matter what your position is at SRM or, um, you know, you can you can get caught up in that power trip, whether you're, uh, you know, at the plant, in the office, in the truck, no matter what, you just really need to stay, take a step uh, and, and breathe and relax. Well, and a lot of times the people's tone in their delivery mm-hmm. will just strike a nerve and it doesn't really matter if they're <laughs> right true. or wrong. It's just like, you know what? No, I'm, this is what we're going to do, period. And it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, those are areas that person I, I want to get better. You know, mm-hmm. I want to get better. And I know that as an organization, we can get better too, to make sure that we're, we're keeping people in the middle of, of what we're doing. That's right. And I would say like this day and age, for whatever reason, people are a little bit more on edge. Um, for, for, I don't know why, but there's a lot more road rage. There's a lot of, a lot of people that are just triggered by a lot. So, you know, it's a challenge just to keep your, keep your emotions in check. Yeah. Just relax, take a deep breath, still be professional, uh, and, and keep your emotions in check. You know, I think you're exactly right. I mean, I do think that people's temperatures are, you know, they're just they're they're higher than ever, and and their ability to snap over over small minute things is, is it's increased uh, over the over the last few years. And you know maybe it's COVID, maybe it's social media, maybe it's all this stuff that people see and just inundated with all this, you know, quote unquote negativity. We need to be the bright spot in people's day. That's right. You know, can can a concrete company? <laughs> yeah. What what can what you say? Well, you're just, we're just concrete. We, you know, we do a lot, so many good things, and everybody that's a part of this company, you're a part of that. You're a part of every touch of truck, every family day, every donation, every contribution, every driveway we pour, every high rise we do. You're a part of all all of that, and if we can brighten people's day and make it better as opposed to making it worse, then we're doing our job. And if we all do that each and every day in the way that we deliver our product to our customer, the way we engage one another, then we're going to have an amazing, an amazing company. If we don't do it that way, then we're just a rule-following, regulated, you know, big conglomerate corporation that's just, you know, doesn't have a soul. Uh, And that's not what we want to be. That's right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing, Jeff. We have a go-getter that we would like to announce. All right. I would like to have a drum roll, if possible. Okay. Jeff Holland. Here we go. Hopefully that's loud enough for you to hear. (laughs) All right. So from the Rock Mark Georgia Block Plant. We have flatbed operator, Mr. Luther Butler. So Luther, uh, this is what your coworkers have to say about you. Uh, Luther is definitely a go-getter. He works super long hours. He always goes above and beyond. He can work on all equipment at the block plant, and he is one of the best drivers that they've seen in a long time. He keeps his equipment very and keeps up with the maintenance on everything he operates. Luther is always the first one here and one of the last ones to leave. Um, the team says that they could write a whole book on everything that he does for SRM and their customers. So congratulations, Luther. You uh, you have a gift card coming your way, a nice shiny plaque, <laughs> and a trip to the leadership conference. Great job, Luther. Appreciate you. Congratulations. We hope everybody has a wonderful week. Thanks, guys.